Hi, and welcome back. Welcome. Um, this week's episode is about avoiding apathy in your relationship. Um, uh, we, we, you know, we've observed what we do that people do a great job of picking partners uh, a lot of times, and then they front load that relationship with conditions that they believe will make their relationships bulletproof. And, and I get it. I understand that they they want to build in, in longevity with somebody that they really, really, really care about and want, and they really just want the insurance. They want that to be there. But love is unconditional. And so we understand, but we're not going to let you off the hook. So that's what this episode is all about. We yeah. understand where it comes from, but we're all about healthy relationships. So this episode is going into why we can't just let it stay that way. That's right. I mean, any turn that you make that takes you away from unconditional love is a bad one. Uh, you know, not judgmentally, but just plain factually a bad choice. That's why, you know, you know, in, the, in this particular episode, we're going to share five ways to avoid that relationship apathy that comes with conditional love and help you to put that to, you know, put it to work in your life. Hi, I'm Cullen. And I'm Elitia. We're the host of When, when love, love Works. This podcast is about the real work of relationships. Each episode will focus on the how-tos of building, repairing, and sustaining healthy relationships. Yeah, the goal of the When Love Works podcast is to provide our listeners with the education, practical techniques, and options to be successful across all their relationships. So, so let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. Welcome, welcome. We're back with another episode. Last episode, you were asked to look at whether your relationships are true love or addictive cycles. We are dedicated to supporting you enjoy healthy relationships in every area of your life. And this episode is no different. This week's episode is relationship apathy because we want to continue to give you the education, the tools, the know-how so that you can enjoy health in every area. Relationship apathy is the name of this episode, and it's based in the question that we received from one of our listeners. Yes. Um, so the letter um, reads as follows. Aliti and Cullen, my husband and I dated for two years, and we've been married for seven. My husband really seems to be over it. And if I'm being honest, I'm sure he probably feels I'm over it too, based on how blah we are toward each other on a daily basis. In times like this, I wish I had a model to go to to help us keep our enthusiasm intact, to see a couple that's actually gotten through this rough patch. But everywhere we look, it's, you know, people are experiencing the same thing we're experiencing. And they seem to ultimately get to the same place of apathy, no matter how brilliant their relationship started. Mm, yeah, this is when we hear this, we're like, oh. But it's perfect timing for this episode. So if you are in a relationship right now and y'all like blah, going through the motions, just racking up years and days and months, or you know someone, then this is going to be your favorite episode. Yep. Um, but I just want to just tell you that relationships don't indeed have to end in apathy. They, you know, I know it may appear that way because, you know, to be honest with you, my wife and I, we 
we're able to usually guess at how long somebody's been dating based on the type of apathy we actually see. And it, it, it really is real. I mean, most people do, a lot, way too many people get to that place, but it doesn't, but not everybody does it. And not every, and definitely nobody has to end up in that space of apathy. Mm-hmm. You could keep your relationship fresh and you two can enjoy love and true love. Um, again, like last episode, if you don't really um, want to, Think about, is my relationship a healthy one or not? Go back to the last episode because we believe we want you to have a healthy love relationship. So in order to make sure that it is in true love and not apathy, we want to start this with, you know, us, a definition. We believe in the power of definitions at the Win Love Works podcast, and this episode is no different. So by definition, we want you to experience true love is unconditional. Your love relationship is unconditional because true love is unconditional. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, what we found is that a lot of people's answer to their fear of, and, you know, because people see these things. They've grown up seeing maybe their parents go into this ap- apathetic uh, state or um, aunts, uncles, you know, friends on down the line. And so, some people's answers to, to dealing with that and trying to offset and fight that, uh, ending up in that apathetic fate is, um, you know, dating people whose conditions are just, just amazing. Like they're handsome and tall and rich and, 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 you know, they're, they, they're connected or whatever. They, you know, any number of things. They, mm-hmm. they try to stack the conditions because they feel, the more conditions that are in place, the better chance they have of making it. Whether it's subconscious, that subcon- whether they're subconsciously doing this or not, this seems to be the case. Mm-hmm. And they but, do this at the beginning of the relationship. Whether you are in an apathetic relationship or not, some somewhere along the line at the beginning, you all started with the conditions that you were like, okay, we're going to make it a perfect environment up front. So job, body, type, all those things had to be there up front in order for you to say, okay, because this is how we know it's going to work out. If I know all these things will be in place, then we won't get to this place where we're just like tolerating one another. Yeah, but it's a setup because by definition, conditional state, conditions are, are based, you know, all things change. And, you know, they. I don't care. I, the, the full head of hair turns into the male pattern baldness. The... Or female thinning. Yeah, or yeah. female thinning. Or the great body turns into the doy one. And mm-hmm. uh, great body you had yeah. in your teens and your twenties yeah. now is like taking a little bit more work and more consistency yeah. to maintain. It's yeah. going to change. The cool job turns into one that you you know you don't even pass in conversations anymore. It's just like you're over it. And so I mean, things by nature change. Mm-hmm. So. If you if you're trying to build your relationship on these things, you've already set yourself up. Mm-hmm. Because remember, condition conditions. Think about remember back in school they had the conditional statement. It's a if then equation. So you basically set your relationship to more be more of a formula or science or math or whatever that was or logic than it is organic love. Mm-hmm. If you are starting your relationship with all those conditions in place at first, because you're like, we're going we gonna to make sure we have a strong relationship if all of these things are in place, then you have truly made your relationship into a science formula. Yeah. Uh, and it's, 
yeah. please don't be surprised if it eventually gets to the place of apathy right. and we're saying ding 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 this is where you went wrong you introduce conditions which by their very definition you know we love definition condition statements are grounded in if then yeah if then so you are starting your relationship in a place that's not organic and you're also putting yourself in a in a in a space of judgment so you're judging and not actually being you know you you're sitting down and sitting remember if you got to sit there and do if and then then that's judgment you mm-hmm. you you know we we're human beings we're called to be and and that's and that's the currency that's in relationship your beingness you coming without all the stuff that has nothing to do with you all your job is not you your 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 all these things don't have anything to do with you show up and just be yourself that's mm-hmm. what that's the, that's the true currency in relationship and so stop you, making yourself a prisoner to change i'm mm-hmm, sorry baby because mm-hmm. in this episode we recognize that that question that we got only came because the partner got to the place of if then they were looking for too many ifs and they got the thens like they were ready for the thens you're setting up to be this prisoner to if this happens then i'm gonna have to implement this change and right. that's no way to actually be you two are playing judge you're right. not having organic organic love and experiences you're actually doing this battle of setup all right yeah. if this happens if my partner does this then i'm gonna do this yeah. or if they come here one more time and say this or if my job if my boss tell me this then i'm gonna do this and you, you're literally yeah. making changes to your personality and to the way you engage at work at home and with your family based on these conditions that you had at the offset and we're saying ding ding that's where the apathy is already introduced even though it may not happen right there at the beginning it's coming because yeah. you started it you set it up you set it up Entitlement remains one of the biggest impediments to relationship health. We recognize that most people come into relationships with entitlement. You want things to be a certain way, and we're like, that's where you will definitely ensure that your relationship will hit an obstacle because that expectation is just too big for a human being. Everyone is going to change. And though you may not say this out loud, you actually believe it's your partner's responsibility to entertain you or make you happy. Like, that's where that entitlement yep. comes from. You may right. never say the words, I'm yep. getting into a relationship, and if they don't continue to make me happy, then I'm going to be looking out the door. You may never say that out loud. You may never say, oh, on this, when I'm on this job, if my colleagues don't continue to, you know, value my opinion or, or show me some support, oh, X, Y, Z, you fill in the blank. Then, if you continue to have that sense of entitlement, right. Yeah, it's yeah, you're coming. In trouble. It's and coming. that stuff's that stuff usually operating in the background like DOS. Mm-hmm. And it and it's deadly. Mm-hmm. We don't have that many people that will be honest and say, Well, you know what, I am entitled. I want my partner to act this way all the time to make me happy for this relationship to work or this job better do this all the time for it to work. Like people don't normally say that. We don't have that many people that will admit that type of entitlement. We yep. don't, but we recognize that it is subconscious. If yeah. you're being honest, you will take a moment and think about if you're doing that in your yeah. relationship. You know, if, if you know, amongst most people, there seems to be this unspoken rule. Nobody speaks about it now because they know the reason why they don't speak about it because they know it's garbage and they know. I mean, nobody wants this this you know attributed back to them, but there, there seems to be this unspoken rule that it's the partner's responsibility to keep things exciting and fresh. And long as things are exciting and fresh, you know, things will be fine and you will be rewarded with loyalty and effort. And the minute 
you fall off from whatever their vision of, of exciting and fresh is, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, this person checks out on you. Whether mm-hmm. they check out physically or spiritually, mm-hmm. mentally, it doesn't really matter. They check out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, that's, that's operating in so many relationships. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. In the background, subconsciously. Yeah. It's okay, though. So for this episode, your truth trigger is love without conditions. If we had to summarize and respond to this question about this couple that's just going through the motion and blah, we're saying, okay, love without conditions. Right. Right. Yeah. Let me say this to you. Um, Performance-based relationships are not sustainable. Um, (laughs) It's the opposite of a conditional relationship. Uh, You know, when you you make your relationship a performance-based one, it's going to collapse at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to check out because they just think can't of, handle it. Think about actors. Actors literally get paid to perform. If you, Money. if you are coming home and you are in a performance-based relationship, you are literally working 24 hours. If you yes. are not a full-time actor who gets off or when they say cut, but you're still going home to perform in your relationship, it's yeah. not sustainable. Yeah. You're going to fall out. The yep. relationship, somebody going to check out. And again, like Colin said, it may not be... Physically, because we recognize the quote, we're going to give you some quotes too. So here's one you could take and take note. How many people you know are in the same house, in the same bed, but not in the same relationship? And this is why. They have been in a performance-based relationship. It is too much for someone to bear acting 24 hours. And so they check out. They will literally be in the same house, same bed, but not in the same relationship. Because we recognize and this is a part of the re-education of relationships, performance-based relationships are not sustainable. Right. Yeah. Every actor has a, 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 their own trailer that they get to go to to, to, to like decompress mm-hmm. and relax before they go back out and take on that hard work all over again because it's not who they are. It's, it's, a, it's a tough lift. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not fair, not in a relationship. So this couple that shared this question um, really wish that they had a model to look at. And if again, if you're in an apathetic relationship or you know someone, your question may be, so how does one avoid relationship apathy? I'm glad you asked that question because this week you have real work, right? The real work of relationships. Mm-hmm. We have a response for that question. We think about how first you could just build awareness, build your awareness. That's the first way to avoid relationship apathy. Give yeah. give the relationship your attention. Because you know the saying, whatever you focus on will grow. Whatever yeah. you take your attention away from will die, right? Yeah. So first, in order to avoid relationship apathy, you're going to have to attend to it. Yeah. Both people have to seriously be committed to attending to the relationship. And we are not, um, we're not naive to think that, okay, one person um, is going to do the work and the other person is going to, like, just be able to sit there. No. Right. We want both people doing the work. Right. Our company is Win Love Works for a reason because we realize that both people, if they give their awareness and attention to the relationship, it could transform quicker. Right. Because if you're awake enough to listen to this podcast, hear this message about apathy, then you're awake enough to begin the journey back to health. Right now. Right now. Yeah. You can literally do the work right now. Yeah. So the first response is to just build awareness. Yeah. And the second um, response is to build in the unconditional love. This is this is the ongoing work. It's never too too late to build in unconditional love. I I know in the Hollywood stories, huh. you know, you know, it's like 
always magical. It's there at first, and and people think you know if my soulmate would have everything I want mm. right out of the gate. That's all those conditions nah, right out the gate. Man. They gonna bring me roses, everything, yeah. all those conditions. Yeah, no, it, you can build unconditional. People, you can, it, all it takes is two people that really have chemistry, love each other, and want to work together, committing to building the infrastructure, building mm-hmm. cultural infrastructure in their in their relationship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to ha- it doesn't have to be there at first. Mm-hmm. You can learn things from your. In fact, your mistakes, your arguments, all that stuff is the unconscious things in your relationship begging to be made conscious mm-hmm. so you guys can build infrastructure around your need and your love and make it customized to you yeah every time colin snapped at me i had to be like well what what is he getting all upset about why he what, what is going on and it was literally me i had to oh, i had to do the work not really have to because again you don't have to do this work you could you definitely have a choice but i said wait i want to love my partner unconditionally and if, when he gets upset at me, I take away my love, that is the very opposite of unconditional love. I, I have to do the work. I have to be like, okay, Elitia, you have to sit and ask, what is the, where is this coming from? What is the thing that I'm doing that's getting you upset? Because that, when we get to the root of that and remove that, then I could not have this automatic default of take my love away. It can't be based on conditions. So the second response is you have to build an unconditional love. And again, if I could do this work recognizing that it's ongoing, don't think it was a one and done. No, me looking at the condition that made me automatically pull back my love or, you know, just just pull away, not physically, but because, li- again, we was in the same house, same bed, but literally I knew I was still holding something back. Right. This and- is ongoing work, so it's not a one and done. Right. And her growth in that area helped me to offset it by being less reactive to situations when things go wrong. Because things are going to go wrong, Mm -hmm. and they're going to go wrong regularly. Mm -hmm. That's just part of life. Um, I mean, they're going to happen regularly until you start to find the things that work in your relationship. Mm -hmm. So Colin had to do his part, I had to do mine. After that, another response, your number three, is to reconnect to the human being. That's important because you chose this partner. You fell in love with this partner. You love this partner. Reconnect to the humanness, the beingness right. of that partner. The realness about that person. Not the, all the stuff the that essence, changes. The things essence. Things that can fall off. Mm-hmm. You're not, yeah. You did not love the looks or to, to remain the same. People change in age. You did not love. You, you love the essence. So we're saying reconnect to the essence Reconnect to the human being, the being part. Even if you think about, um, if you want to think about this professionally, reconnect to your why. Why are you doing this work? If you want to avoid apathy in your professional life, like reconnect to that actual essence. Because the rest of the stuff is going to change. You're going to change and blow Like people will come and go. But your why is something you can connect to and get out of apathy. Right. And the fourth one is be thankful, you know. Let me tell you something. This is a power one right here. Shower your partner with gratitude. This is one of our quotes. Gratitude is the fertilizer of healthy relationship culture. I'll Mm -hmm. read that again. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is the fertilizer of healthy relationship culture. You can always tell. Like I told you earlier when I I said to you earlier, we could always, in our business, we could always tell the health of a relationship by its gratitude. 
And I, we're not saying just saying the word thank you. Like yeah. we, we really are attuned to it actually being a state yeah. of being, not just right. the words thank you. And we could also tell people who had been together for a while that had allowed themselves to, you know, their their awareness of the things, all the things that they should be grateful for, had succumbed to to like, you know, like I said, needing someone else to keep them entertained. Mm-hmm. But it's no one else's responsibility to keep you entertained. Mm-hmm. You want to slay apathy, introduce genuine gratitude, and watch. All this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, yeah. it's, it's very powerful. Yeah, Being thankful is a very important one because it also eliminates entitlement from your relationship. Right. You are not expecting anything. And when things happen or things are said, you are genuinely in the moment grateful. So really hone in on that one. And the last one. Yeah. Just appreciate companionship. You have a partner. Ooh. You have a partner. Appreciate companionship. You won't fall into apathy if you appreciate your companion. The most underestimated and the least exciting characteristics of any marriage, any relationship, any workplace is the it's the underdog, right? And it's companionship. Too often people take this for granted and treat it like the consolation prize until it's gone. Yep. Now you know you may be the person who has longed to go back or be with someone. Because you miss that companionship. Or you yeah. may be the source of someone who will do anything to get it back. Like y'all parted ways and you will do anything to go back. Entitlement works hand in hand with underappreciation. So that's why we're saying the final one is for you to appreciate companionship. You can you yes. actually can miss what's right in front of your face. So yeah. the, 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 the question we got from this couple, we're like if they take a moment to appreciate the fact that they're still like right in each other's face. Doing this work you can see... How it is the underdog. People don't celebrate this, but we're saying, whoa, pump it. Yep. Attend to this. Appreciate companionship. And doing this work for a while, we've seen how, um, you know, people could really underestimate having a partner. Because yep. they're looking past the companionship for the performance. I'm looking for them to do for me. I'm looking for them to say something for me. And we're like, you actually have another human being. Yeah. Stop and appreciate that. We yes. have infinite stories. We're not going to bend your ear anymore <laughs> with that. But please attend to a companionship. Yeah. That's why we wrote Love Literacy. It's a conscious journey to healthy relationships. Never suffer in silence or struggle in love. Get your copy of Love Literacy. It's available in print, ebook, and the audio book is available right now for pre-order. Get your copy of Love Literacy today. Because yeah, we, we, I mean... There are people, we, we know tons of people who have parted ways and they would do anything mm-hmm. to get back in. Mm-hmm. It's just too late now, you mm-hmm. know, because people aren't, people, people aren't uh, ping pong balls, you mm-hmm. know, they don't want to be bounced around. Um, well, we have good news for you. If you've been living up to this point under a strict taskmaster of conditional relationships, then psh, being in an unconditional relationship is <laughs> a breeze. I, I promise you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's good news for it's, you. It's gonna be easy. You don't yeah. have to get to apathy. Uh, relationships were never intended for you to perform. Yes, you can yeah. just be you. Yeah, they were never intended for it to be um, hard work. That's not the purpose of relationships. And again, this podcast is dedicated to supporting you so you don't have to suffer. We'll share our stories every week and examples um, because we don't want you to have to suffer. That's not, it's not a, you don't get a medal for 
the hard work of relationships. No, it's real work, but it, it doesn't yeah. have to be a struggle. Yeah, and at this point, it's going to come from a really genuine place. Um, well, we hope you learned something from this episode. Uh, we want to hear from you. Yes, so let us know. Let us know you're listening, and if, if, you're, and if you're getting value, you know, leave us a voice mes- message, inbox us, share your name, city, and any other thoughts. You still have to do work, but you'll be doing work that generally comes from you. So keep keep us keep us keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah, let us know you're listening. If you this episode spoke to you or someone you know, definitely send us your feedback. Let us know. We want to hear from you. We want you to be you. Yeah. Relationships are are meant to be a union where two people are free to be themselves right. and work toward this common goal. Think about it like you already have this great partner that you yeah. feel is special, that you feel is great. Now you are working toward a common goal. And and a lot of people say, Oh no, you know, it's gonna everybody's gonna hit this patch where it's just gonna be blah. And we're like, No, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. It's it's not a secret that the blah or the or the change is gonna come. It's it's literally in the wedding vows if we're talking about marriage. They yeah. literally say for better or worse, richer or poor and sickness and health, those things are going to come. How is this not describing unconditional love? You know, it's it's gonna come, but it doesn't have to define you. You mm-hmm. know, you 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 if you the the appreciate the appreciation will is is power, and and the tools we share with you, go over them, try them, mm-hmm. put them to work. Mm-hmm. We want, and then you can be the example that these people were seeking. Exactly, they literally said in their question, "We wish we had a model to look at," and we're yeah. like, "Okay, here are some." Each week, we're gonna share the tools, and if you are in the city or want to do this work with us in person or want to have an experience with us coming up in a few days if you listen to this podcast in late november then december 1st is the deadline for your deposits to our getaway to rotan 2020 you can do this work with us in person while you're being pampered if you are in in or near new york city in february you can come to our the love works conference and do this work with us in person and again have fun getting the tools, having real-time practice, and getting the support from us because every week we want to share to re-educate about relationships. We don't want to, you to struggle at all. Yep. You can see us in person, so be sure to visit our website. We have several upcoming in-person experiences for you to do this work. If the podcast is good for you, fine, but we want to invite you to be with us in person too. Remember, you may be in an apathetic relationship now, and you and your partner are just blah or going through the emotions. But there is absolutely no reason that you have to stay in that particular state. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions about this episode, we want to hear from you. Email your questions to wlwdevelops at gmail.com. That's, that's wldevelops at gmail.com. That's wldevelops at gmail.com. Okay. Well, that's our time. And until, until next, next time. time. Bye. Bye. The joy